episode 422. Thank you all for listening to episode 421, 2000s, A Decade of Trivia. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. The embarrassing trivia bear. You would think in 2000s trivia I would have done better than I did, but spoiler alert, I didn't. Well, Grandpa has <laughs> people that he works with that are of the younger generation, so he hears all this shit. Yeah. So, um. You know, it's just wild, but uh, it's just us tonight, so it should go quick. I forgot. I'm we're watching AEW that what, Soraya Page. Oh, yeah, Page. On, yeah, she, uh, she showed up last week, right? Yep. Yeah, she's on there now. She actually looks good. I thought that too. I, I thought she looked good. Uh, I just I didn't see. I saw the video clip of her showing up there and flushing or wherever they were last week in New York. Um, yeah, she's, she had her tongue out. It looks like uh, Xavier left his mark. Just saying. I thought she had neck issue or whatever. I she did. She yeah, and I, I don't think WWE. Well, you know how WWE doctors are. They're actually really good, and when they tell you that, so don't be surprised if something happens to her. I mean, look at Edge. Edge was fine, and then sat out for years. They finally cleared him, and he's good. You know, but that's always what I worry about. Brian Danielson. I'm like, this dude. If he keeps going, what he's doing, it' gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. Be sitting in a wheelchair the rest of his life. Let's hope not. So, let's thanks to people real quick. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing. Visit allwearclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon's going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quantum Landscape and give Sean a call 419 704 5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not Talladega. Love it. Should be a fun one this week. We'll get into that here shortly. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve. I'm going to see him here next weekend. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks But You Don't, the only five-star dating book on Amazon. You know, I can't, now that I'm watching AEW, she looks, she does look a little different, kind of looks the same somewhat, looks, looks good, but she's got to stop licking her lips, it's driving me insane. I'm like, are you the Joker? Are you Heath Ledger? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, somebody's got a sign that says Khan is greater than Triple H. That, oh, that's, boy. A, that's a false statement. Sorry, oh, kid. you Marks. Yeah, that's dude. I tell you what, though. Well, we'll save wrestling. I got to write that down. We'll get into some wrestling here in a bit. Let's get into NASCAR. We have a new leader on the podcast. That's me, baby. What happened at the race? Well, pretty much everybody blew a tire. Um, that's what happened in Texas. Honestly, probably one of the worst races of the year because of that. Um, this car and tire combo did just got awful um a little bit because texas is a little more of a rougher speedway it's older but yeah uh goodyear did not do itself a solid with nascar in this race uh, i think at one point three liters in a row blew a tire and wrecked um oh i gotta get on espn judge hit 61 just hit it yep gotta okay. get on the twitter sorry to interrupt no i mean that's history that's history right there, live on this podcast. Judge hit a homer. And um, 
it is well, ESPN super slow, like normal. Yeah, I was wa- I'm watching the game cast, and my dad just texted me, Ju- Judge. He said, "Yes, Judge hit 61." So that'll be updated here shortly. They're going to put it in there that he hit 61. <laughs> Stephen A. called out the Blue Jays pitchers for walking Aaron Judge. I mean, it's a smart thing to do. Honestly. Right. Aaron Judge. Let's see if I can find it on the old Twitter. Really? How there no video? Everyone just tweeting about it, but no one has video of it. Yeah, I see 61, 61. Yeah, that's it. Oh, here it is. Got it. I just want to see the fans trying to catch it. That's all I care. It didn't get up there. Let's see. There you go. Oh, into the bullpen? Oh, lucky him. They just saved a bunch of yeah, I just saw it. I just got it. Into the bullpen. They'll give it to him. Right. Well, man, that's I that's mean the best thing that could have happened. The Yankees just got out of that cheap. Yeah, no shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, baseball did actually. Yep. Actually, if I was one of the Blue Jays, uh if I was one of those Blue Jays pitchers, <laughs> I'd take that bitch. Try to give it to swap it out. They'll probably be awful. Well, they they probably they gotta have all those balls marked, right? Oh For yeah, shit like this. Yeah, they mark them. Yeah, Ravel. No one catches sixty-one. Yep. Yeah, so no one catches sixty-one. Sixty-two is gonna be the one to catch, though, because you know when people look at it, to a lot of people, sixty-two is the record. Like it really is to a lot of people because of all the ones past that are steroid era. Well, I mean. Didn't um, I mean technically he's tied, right? He didn't break it, he's tied with Maris. He's tied with Maris now, but I'm 62 saying two breaks, yeah. That's what I'm saying. 62 is gonna be the nut for a lot of people because the steroid era, they a lot of people put an asterisk by that. So now we're on this. We'll get to NASCAR back to NASCAR in a minute. What do you say? Do you, what say you? Do you say that 62 to you is the record, asterisk, all that? What do you think? I mean, to me, I don't give a shit because it's baseball, they need steroids to make it exciting. So I think Aaron Judge should do steroids. He could probably hit 100. <laughs> um, no, seven, 70 is the record. Um, 73. Uh, sorry, 73. Yeah, sorry, 73. Um, yeah, 73 is the record. I mean, yeah, we can, anyone can say that and uh, uh, the steroid era, all of that. But you know what? Baseball didn't do anything to those guys like they do now when they see them. They had the chance and they didn't. And they, I guarantee they would not have done it because that was the most exciting was 98 when McGuire and Swiss were going at it. And then again, what was it? Oh, four when bonds broke it, I think. Yep. Um, so that was the only time baseball gets eyes just like right now. Right. Judge going for this. I mean, they cut it in on, they cut it in over college, not over, but next to college football on Saturday when it was on each time he came up to the plate. Cause it's a big deal. Yeah. Cause it's the only time that there's going to be eyes on baseball other than that. No one gives a shit. So. Yeah. Cause if you look at that, what it, cause what does the next guy have? 30 some? Is that 42? Oh no. Schwarber Schor- is 42. Yeah. yeah. He has 42. Alonzo is 40, but still that just tells Alonso you. Just 40. 
It's oh, yeah. so I mean, hard it's, to get there. Yeah, it's super impressive. And I like what the Yankees did starting to bat him first to get him more at bats. I mean, you know, I and, don't know. He's a good leadoff hitter because his on base is insane. Like his oh, on yeah. base is almost 500. So, and when you got guys like that, you got Stanton, you got Rizzo, you got those guys coming behind him. I mean, why wouldn't you bat Judge first? You know, this is wild. I'm just happy he finally hit 61 so we can, well, I'll be ready for 62 so we can get past this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. The Indians, or I'm sorry, the Guardians can beat the Mariners and then Judge can go 0 for 17 in the Guardians Yankee series and strike out five times. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just exactly what I want. Unfortunately, you're right. That's usually that's that's what happened. Uh, two was it two years ago or three years ago when they played? He's going to go over seven, five Ks, and fourteen walks. That's what's going to happen. It's fine with me. He ain't stealing any bases and walk no. his ass every day. Yeah, but no shit. It's good. It's good for Judge. I, I I like Aaron Judge. I can root for him, even though he is in the dirty pinstripes. Um, hey, came through the system though. I still am not a – I am a 100% Yankee hater, but I do like Aaron Judge. I, I think he's easy to root for. He, uh, you know, he's not like a prick in any of that. You know, he's a good dude, especially after the dude that um, gave him 60 and he, like, met him and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know if – obviously with all this came back up when McGuire um, – when the dude caught McGuire's 70th and um, he said – you know, the Cardinals are like, we'll give you a signed bat, signed jersey, another signed ball or whatever, and that's it. And the guy goes, okay, I'll take all that, and I just want to meet McGuire and hand him the ball. And McGuire said, nope, denied it. So the guy said, screw it, you don't get your ball, sold it for $3 million. And I did. Dude, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and then donated half the money to charities and stuff. Just a, And just an average working dude kept working, said he made like, I think at the time he was making like, back then 30 grand a year which is good in 98 um but i think he just had a he just had a normal job he was a normal dude sold the ball for three million donated to a whole bunch of charities kept some money for his own retirement kept working um never heard from the guy again and all because mcguire just didn't want to see him like could you imagine i mean how big of an asshole do you have to be to do that well, look what Judge did. I mean, you remember that? Uh, what was it? That's what I'm saying. He, he. I mean, the guy's not, not even just that. He just came in and all that. Like, like what Judge did too. Like a month ago, I think it was a month ago when that guy for Toronto caught the baseball, and like he was, they were up there. It was a Aaron Judge home run. He was a Toronto fan. I don't know if you ever saw that. And he kept telling the kid, "You're going to get a ball, but if it's a home run ball, I'm keeping it." You know, because that's the ball. And this kid's a big Aaron Judge fan, has a Judge jersey on. The guy gets the ball, throws his hands up, puts him right back down, and turns and hands the Yankees fan the ball. Like gives this yeah, kid yeah, the yeah. ball, and the kid Turn hugs here. him, crying. Well, yeah, Judge, that was wait, that was like in May or June. Was it? It was a couple months ago. But Judge met both like that guy yep. and the family. The yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Because they came and were able to watch batting practice and Judge came and sat and talked to him and and uh took pictures with him and that kid's like that's that like he saw him go out to bat and Aaron Judge came over and he freaked out and I'm like, it's awesome. This dude's the yeah. best. That's why I like said that's that's why I can root for him. I, I I can root for a guy who, you know, can interact with the fans and you know, he's not just playing for the evil empire. And I love too now that he's gotta get just fucking fat money from the Yankees, which is always oh. my favorite for them to overspend. So oh, that, dude. So it makes it even they're, better. They're gonna have to pay him fifty mil a year. 
He's making ten mil a year right now. Well, They're gonna if, if they don't, he's gonna go to the Dodgers. So, oh god, dude, I don't know where they keep pulling they'll, money, but they'll pay him um, oh. on that TV deal that they got for six billion or whatever on Comcast, I think, or whatever the Dodgers signed dude. a couple years ago. And and like Judge A, he's thirty years old. So yeah, you need to. I wouldn't be shocked because it's the Yankees. Ten years, five hundred mil. Wouldn't be surprised at all. But, and but, he, but this is the thing is that you can do that because he can play till 40 and he can DH just like he's doing now batting off. He can DH three times a week and play outfield three times a week. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. He doesn't have a field. He can DH. And then eventually he could be a first baseman because he's fucking six, seven. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah, he's huge. And, and, And he should be, he would be what the sixth Yankees captain. He should be the captain. Like, you know, I know it's a, very After prestigious this. thing yeah it's a very prestigious thing but you know they haven't had a captain since jeter and it probably should be judge yeah i mean after this i think 100 that he should be uh especially with everything that's going on and i mean he's gonna hit 62 there's no doubt about it so wild but yeah so anyway we saw it live on the show back to nascar yeah it's perfect anyways back to nascar yeah with texas um cutting tires all that good stuff um, yeah, it was not, not that great of a race they had a lightning delay. Um, Truex cut a tire, Harvick cut a tire, Chase cut a tire all while leading. Um, that's just not fun racing. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see guys. You don't even know when you're going to cut a tire and you just cut a fucking tire. So that's, to me, that's not a good race. I know people want to see Rex and all that, but that's, I mean, that's not cool. Um, so yeah, not the greatest race. Um, and luckily for me, I was the only one that had someone who didn't cut a tire. <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit. You had Christopher Bell, who uh, actually spun out twice. Couldn't, you know, couldn't actually. Uh, I think he went over the elapsed time to get back on the track. They were still fixing his car and lost track of time. So he was out of the race. He finished 34th. Uh, Dubhead Truex, who again cut a tire, was leading at a really good car um, and he wrecked. Um, Cody, we forgot to pick for him last week, unfortunately. So we I just, thought we picked Kyle for him. No, we didn't. We uh, we forgot last week. I we got distracted at some point. Um, and uh, Parrot already had Kyle Bush, so he got the second last driver, which was oh, Cole Custer. Um, and I got Blaney, who was fourth, which is uh, good for me because he is still my uh, championship driver, and he had a really good start at Texas. I like it. He races well here at Talladega, which we're coming to this weekend. Um, so that's a good thing. Hopefully he can stay up there. But really the big news um, before we get into the playoff standings, um, William Byron got docked 25 points and $50,000 for spending out Hamlin. Hamlin, who retaliated, didn't get anything. Um, of also, course. Also, by the way, the guy who took out Chastain earlier in the year while driving. Um, so Hamlin or cock blocking him for an entire fucking race, it seemed like. Yeah, Hamlin got uh, got away with two things, and Byron, who by the way has never had any issue in NASCAR, this is number one. He got docked twenty five points, which took him from fifth to tenth. So he's now um, under the bubble, unfortunately, um, eight points out. But right now, your leader is Joey Logano. He is uh, thirty seven points ahead of um, Cutline. You got Chastain in second, Larson in third. Ryan Blaney in fourth, Denny Hamlin in fifth, Daniel Suarez in sixth, Chase Elliott in seventh. Yeah, Danny Suarez. Yeah, Chase Briscoe with the um, with the uh, Byron drop 
moved into eighth. So he's above the cut line, seven points ahead. Then you have Austin Sendrick, seven points behind the cut line. Byron, eight points behind the cut line. Christopher Bell, 25 points behind the cut line. And Alex Bowman, 26 points behind the cut line. Now we are at Talladega where you know anything and everything can happen. Um, this is going to be a crazy race. It always is. Um, it's uh, it's one to watch, man. It, it's one to take a little bit away from your football Sunday and throw on Talladega. I know I'm going to have it on. It's one of my favorite races of the year. Um, so it's going to be exciting here. Last major uh, speedway. Last major speedway of the year. So always a good one. Um, but let's just talk about that real quick, though, what you said. Suarez in six, Chastain in second. Trackhouse Racing is a legit team. Yep. Like, legit. And Pitbull and Justin Marks, wild. Well, now with this, if they get two guys at least to the round eight, I mean, sorry, to the round of uh, six. Wait, what yeah, round eight. You're right. Yeah, sorry, eight. round of eight. If they get two guys into the round eight, uh, guarantee they'll be able to open up a car with the money they're going to make no matter what. So, And oh, yeah. most likely will make the final four. Yeah. So. I hope, I hope, you know, it's just setting up beautifully, man. It's going to be like Chastain, Danny, Joey, you know, and then like Chase Elliott or some shit because that's what will happen. Well, again, this is the race where you don't know. And last week, Tyler Reddick won. So now out of the four playoff races, not one playoff guy. No, Reddick was in the playoffs, but he missed. Mm-hmm. So technically not one person so far in the playoff hunt has won a race in the playoffs. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that's going to change this week. I really do. But man, super speedway, dude, you just never know. Uh, Bubba won here two races ago with the weather and Chastain won in the spring in a crazy race. Absolutely nutso race here. And, and that was Chastain's uh, first dub. That was when I was in Mexico. Yep. Uh, I watched the race in Spanish and caught the, caught the last uh, couple laps. And that was nuts. So very excited for this one. Um, and yeah, I overtook you. I, uh, I got a fourth and you got a 34th there. So we came off of our, um, came off of our same picks and probably won't have a same one the rest of the way. Um, I assume you're not going to pick the same guy I am this week, but uh, I see Dub pick Blaney. So he's already in there. Um, I, this week I'm going to go with the guy who, just got docked the points. I think William Byron, um, he's been racing well. He had a really good run in Texas. He's been racing really good at super speedways. He has a good track uh, record. I think he finished third here in the spring at Talladega. Um, but he races safe. That's kind of what I like here. He likes racing in the back of the pack, let the other guys wreck, and then he's kind of there at the end. He's been caught up in some accidents in Talladega and Daytona at the end while in contention in the last few laps. Um so I think Byron, I, I think the Chevys are going to be super strong at this track this week. They haven't been, they have not been strong lately. So I think it's coming this week. I think um, not only Hendrick, but the Chevys in general, meaning Chastain and Suarez are going to be super strong this week at Talladega. Um, so I'm going to go with Byron to get the win and lock himself into the next round after the bullshit that happened with Hamlin. So I'm going to take a guy that has, he's won a race this year but he's not in the playoffs and this out of the last six times he's raced here twice. He's crashed, which happens at Talladega, but the other four times he's been in the top 10. So I'm going to go off the wall. Not really off the wall. Good driver here. Give me Eric Jones. Eric who Mike Jones. 
There we go. For uh, for Cody, I say nothing. Nothing says more Talladega than someone who we would never pick at this track. Someone who's always in the back of the field. Let's go with like, is he racing? <laughs> I gotta find out. Put a uh, slash Cody Ware. Oh no 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 no! He just got hurt. Actually, he's the one who just had the big accident. I don't know if he's gonna race this week. Corey LaJoy. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah let's do that. I want someone in the back of the field for. Uh, but Kaz Grala raced this one time, and uh, he finished. He started thirty eighth. He finished sixth. Yeah, I want. I'll see if he's. I don't know if he's gonna be there this week. Actually, let me. He raced in it last year. Did he did he race? So he didn't race in the spring. Talladega entry list. That's what I need. I was going to see it for entry entry list for the Yellowwood 500. Yellowwood. Noah Gregson is set to pilot the 62 Beard Oil South Point. That's it. Beard Oil. Noah Gregson. That screams Cody Bryant. Give him Gregson. JJ Yaley returns to the 15. Hmm. Interesting. I can't wait to put in my um, all last place driver for Talladega, my favorite for the one dollar in NASCAR. It's always every single every single year. Yeah, and always put in the last six guys who are always at the bottom, and I have like twenty eight thousand dollars left to spend. But I always put that in just in case. <laughs> oh, dude, it's the best. I know we're getting close on the uh, the old NASCAR. I think I'm still in second. I forgot it pays out. But I think I'm like a couple hundred ahead, but that can go away real easy. It's the NFL I'm I'm starting to fall back on because I keep forgetting to put in lineups and I'm like shit and just start the, putting uh, them in. The ta- the Talladega is always the one where you just have that uh you just have that guy who goes negative. Since I talked about it, it'll probably be me. Um, but but we'll see. It, it's gonna be a fun race. It should be a good one. All right. So let's go to uh, old NCAA first. Uh, looks like we got some picks in from Dub. Just some updated standings, real quick. Bears 16, 27, and 1. Dub 15, 28, and 1. Me 21, 22, and 1. Cody 5, 4, and 1. Parrot 17, 15, and 1. Jeremy 14, and 18. Yeah. Um, all of us who actually pick every week are all under 500. It's a rough year in NCAA for us right now. So there we go. What do we got this week, Bear? All right. So we have uh, the George Bulldogs, who a little bit disappointing. At, uh, Kent State couldn't even cover. Um, kind of looked like shit for the first time this year. Um, at Missouri, eight-point favorite. Uh, 28, I think, Jesus. I think they're going to rebound this week. I think they can they can put it on Missouri. I, I'm sure Kirby Smart's going to have them fired up, uh, especially coming into SEC play. Yeah, I agree with you. That was just kind of a fluke. It seemed like there's that game that you look past and, you know, you head to Missouri for SEC play. They looked past them and kind of got caught up. But yeah, this week, I think to blow the doors off of uh, Missouri. Yeah, I I think so, too. Um, And we have Alabama going to Arkansas. They are a 17 and a half point favorite. Arkansas, are they top 10 yet? No, Arkansas, I think they dropped. Uh, they're 20th. They're, they actually are 20th. Oh, they lost, didn't they, to Texas A&M? Yeah, they lost to A&M, so they're 20th, um, which I should have put on there, and I didn't. Yeah, so number 20, Arkansas. 
um, there. I'm going to go with Arkansas here. Um, Alabama, the only competition they played on a true road game was Texas, and they barely won. Um, they've played a whole bunch of cupcakes at home. Um, even though they did start SEC play last week against Vandy, that means nothing. So this is going to be a true test back on the road, um, and Arkansas is going to be hungry. But 17 and a half is, is a lot for only winning by one point or two points against Texas. So, Yeah, I'm going to take Alabama. I think they win by 21. Okay. When we have the Ohio State Buckeyes at home against Rutgers, they are a 40 and a half point favorite. Um, I thought last week oh, Rutgers was going to put up a fight against Iowa, and they did not. They got their asses handed to them. Um, Ohio State looked fantastic against Wisconsin. It wasn't even a contest. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes here. Um, I think Rutgers has a chance to maybe make a little bit of noise, but, man, they, they struggle. And with Greg Schiano back, I think Ryan Day is going to want to run it up on him. So, so Rutgers on the road. Um, they won by one and two. So they're just a few points away from being one and three, not three and one. So, yeah. And you said Ohio State. Give me Ohio State as well. I think Ohio State fucking wins like 63 to 10. Yep. About that. It's usually what it is against Rutgers. Michigan, um, their first road game of the year going to Iowa. Um, they are an 11 point favorite Michigan is in this game. Um, they struggled with Maryland last week. This is a first true road game. Iowa looked good against Rutgers, though Iowa's offense has not been great the past two weeks. So I have to say that uh, Iowa is going to cover here. Now, I think I think Michigan's going to win the game. I think it's going to be close. I think a field goal towards the end, defensive stop. But um, I have Iowa covering here. Me too. I think it's similar to last week for Michigan. They're going on the road. It's not, not easy to go play in Iowa. You know, turn around, wave at the hospital, do all that. But, I, dude, I, I just don't think they're going to do it. I think they win maybe like 35-27, 35-28, so Iowa's going to cover. I think that's a lot. Um, I think Michigan's going to win like 17-14. I think it's going to be a down and gritty Big Ten sort of game. There you go. Um, potential game of the week right here, Clemson at home against number 10 NC state, number five Clemson that is, and they are a six and a half point favorite. I see what they did after the uh, wake forest shit last week, which I was the only one I think who won on that, by the way, um, which wake forest should have won that game. They should have, they just did one of the absolute, I, I shouldn't say it's a choke job. I, I won't go that far, but they should have won the game. Let's put it that way. Shouldn't have went to overtime. NC state should have beat them in regulation. Or I'm sorry. Um, uh, Wake Forest should have beat them in regulation. So coming off of a tough game like that, um, I can foresee another overtime game. Um, and they, uh, NC State has had their number the past couple of years. So I'm going to go with NC State here. Um, I think Clemson wins again. I think they win by three in overtime. But I think NC State's going to keep it super close and definitely has a good chance to beat Clemson. So, you know, I, the only reason I'm going to say this is Clemson's at home. Um, NC State, so they they beat T-Tech, first, uh, not the first game of the year, but uh, one of the more recent games, I think third game of the year, yeah, a couple weeks ago. So they won their first game by one at East Carolina. So right there tells you struggle on the road a little bit. East Carolina. And then they beat UConn 41-10, Charleston Southern 55-3. Won at home against Texas Tech by 13. 
but struggled on the road. I think that's going to be key here. I think they lose. It's not going to be by a lot. I think it's six and a half. I like six and a half. I think it's seven. I think Clemson wins by seven. So I'm going to take Clemson. You know what? I think you talked me into it. I'm changing Clemson. I All right. After I just looked through that too, and I saw the over under on the games 40 and a half, which I mean, Clemson just put up 51 last week. So I feel like that's super low. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give me yeah yeah give me give me Clemson and the over in that one. I this think. might be the first time I've talked to you into switching yeah. unintentionally. Uh, hey, that's that's the name of the game. Sometimes I like it. Um, number six USC at home against Arizona State. They're a twenty-five and a half point favorite. Um, I think USC blows them out of the water. They just fired Herm and Arizona State. They're kind of in shambles. Back to a shit football university. USC should just roll. Yeah, USC's at home. They they struggle on the road, or they have struggled a little bit on the road. I mean, they beat Stanford by 13, but Stanford's not that good. Arizona State is a lot worse, and USC's at home. Yeah, I agree with you there. They, they win by at least 30. Uh, number seven, Kentucky, at number 14, Ole Miss, and Kentucky is a seven-point <laughs> dog. Um, I find that to be wild. Uh, I just – I don't know, man. It, I know that Kentucky's played some closer games, but they just find a way to win and they find a way to show up here. And Ole Miss has played nobody this year. Uh, They beat Troy, they beat Central Arkansas, they beat Georgia Tech, and they beat Tulsa. Kentucky has actually played competition. So um, they beat Florida at Florida. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kentucky outright here. Plus seven, I think, is just, that's a crazy number. So yeah, give me Kentucky as an outright winner. Yeah, I think it goes either way, like a field goal game here. Um, either way, it could be Kentucky, it could be Ole Miss. I'm taking Kentucky in the points. Yeah. Um, number eight, Tennessee is idle this week. So we have number nine, Oklahoma State, plus two at number 16, Baylor. Um, another good game, another top 25 matchup between two schools this week. Uh, Oklahoma State coming off of a bye, Baylor coming off of a seven-point win at Iowa State. Um, other than that, they beat Albany, they beat Texas State, and they lost at BYU. I, I don't know, man. I just I think this Oklahoma State team is good. I think they're legit. So give me Oklahoma State and the points outright winner at Baylor. Not an easy place to play, but I think they beat them. Yeah, this this could go either way. Um, you know, it's at Baylor, right? Yes. So Baylor won uh, Bears number to 10 against Albany, 42 to 7 against Texas State. But on the road, man, their tough games are on the road. Iowa State and BYU won one, lost the other in overtime. Um, but I think since they're home here, they're plus two. God, this could be easily a one-point game, three-point game. I mean, I think it's going to be close. Could be could be your game of the week outside of Clemson, NC State. Um, you know what? I'm going to – I think I'm going to go with Baylor. I think Baylor wins this by three. Okay. I like it. Um, Number 10, NC State, we already said, is playing number five, Clemson. So Michigan State plus eight and a half at Maryland. Um, Oh, Sparty. I think I was the only one who picked Minnesota last week. Yes, you were. I didn't didn't think they were going to blow them out of the water, but I knew they were going to beat them. But Mo Ibrahim is a monster. Now, with that being said, um, Michigan State is going to win this game outright. Guaranteed. How about really? 
about Joe, Joe Namath, this one. Um, yeah, I mean, Mel Tucker is facing a little bit of adversity. And when his team has faced adversity, they've come out and they've beat Michigan. They've come out and they look good. Um, they're already two and two. So there's no looking forward to Ohio State. They're down. They got embarrassed by Minnesota. Maryland just came off a super tough emotional game at Michigan. Uh, Tua's little brother kind of got roughed up a little bit. So I can see Maryland um, with all this hype. And, yeah, they played Michigan well. I can see Michigan State coming in and uh, and beating them in Maryland outright. But if you're going to give me eight and a half, give me eight and a half too. But I would take Michigan State outright in this one. Ah, God, it's so tough, you know. Um, Peyton Thorne looked like shit. I'll tell you that. He was, I think, 17 to 24, two picks. They had their backup come in, which, you know, at this point, is it time to let him start? I don't know. It might be. I mean, he came in. He looked pretty good. Um, trying to pull up the stats on that because they just played – they played, what, Minnesota? So, I mean, you're in somewhat garbage time, but Noah Kim, 6-7, 70 yards and a TD, a lot better than Peyton looked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Noah, if Noah Kim's in there, I could see where they could win. I mean, the, the problem was with them is with Minnesota, Minnesota just destroyed their run. Broussard had six carries for 23 yards, and Berger had four carries for 13. That's not good. Like, not good at all. And, you know, so they only basically ran 10 times. They ran four times with a quarterback, but that could be them trying to not get sacked. Um, It's just, that was bad. Like, so they had, what do they have, 30, 36 minus, what do they have, 36 plus 5, 41 minus 3, 38 yards rushing. 38 yards rushing and 202 yards passing. That was a bad game for them. And it was at Michigan State, you know, I – I hope they win, and I'm going to just take MSU because it's the points. Um, well, I don't know if they if win. You, if it makes you feel any better, Blake Corum just ran for 243 on Maryland. So the Maryland's run defense at Swiss cheese. Good. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. And we'll see uh, We'll see if they keep uh, – how long they keep Peyton Thorne in or if Noah Kim's going to be the starter here soon. I mean, he got his time in there. We don't know. Maybe. Sounds like so – it sounds like that might be the case. Um and then uh, Notre Dame is also idle this week. So that is the last of our college football picks for the week. Court, by the factions of Michigan State fan base is calling for a quarterback change or wrong. This is Peyton Thorne's team, not Noah Kim's. Well, it's going to be Noah Kim's team. So, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, he's a, well, 2021, he was a redshirt freshman. So if he's a redshirt freshman, that means he's a freshman this year, right? Right. Or he's a red – no, they got him as a redshirt sophomore. So what the fuck's that mean? Uh, it means he'd still be a sophomore because I think if you transfer or whatnot, you can re, you can redshirt if you did in your freshman year. So it means he probably didn't redshirt his freshman year. Oh, they had him as a redshirt freshman last year. Redshirted named scout team offensive player of the week versus Northwestern. Oh, so that was 2020. 2021, he was a redshirt freshman. So he redshirted in 20. Redshirt freshman in 21, did not see game action. And then he's a redshirt sophomore. So I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I, thought you could, I thought you could only do that if you were injured or something like that. So Yeah, sure. I don't know. So, you know, we'll see. But eventually I think it's going to be, uh, be his team. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, well, if not this year, because I think Peyton Thorne's a senior. 
If it's not this year, I think it's going to be next year. Obviously, it's going to be his team. Went to Westfield. Three-year starter at Westfield. Combined to throw for 6,756 and 110 total touchdowns. 87 passing, 23 rushing. Mm. Also rushed for 1,000 yards in high school. 13-1 record in the Virginia Class 6 semifinals during senior season. Falling to eventual champion South County. 41 and two record in his career as a starter. Sounds like he's a solid dual threat. Yeah. And I think he runs primarily, he was ranked one of the top players in Virginia, number 16 and ESPN number 21. Broken femur in the semifinals his junior season. Ugh. Thanks. Yeah. So he uh, also played basketball. Passing's okay. Sophomore in 2017, he was 15-0. <laughs> nice. So he's pretty – Sounds like he could be that dude. Solid. He's he's a pro – so he's a pro-style quarterback. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Might see him some more in uh, – when we go to East Lansing when they play Ohio State. Very possible. He could have the team by then. Maybe they'll they'll get uh, likely going to get trounced, but it's okay. Either way, I won't be upset. I'll be a Spartan that day, but in the inside, I'll be pulling for Ohio State because they have the better shot at the playoff by a lot. All right, so into the pros. Bear twenty six twenty one and one. Our leader. I'm twenty five twenty two and one. Dub twenty four twenty three and one. Parrot eighteen thirteen one. Jeremy nineteen twelve one. Cody, 8-9. At least he got some picks in. All right. Thursday night game this week, we got uh, the Dolphins, the 3-0 Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I, sir, am going with the Bengals this week. I think the the Miami train, which they honestly could be very easily one and two, um, is going to end this week. So definitely going to be the Bengals for me. Yeah, same here. Bengals. Uh, they're so only two undefeated teams left: Eagles and uh, Dolphins. And yep. uh, Dolphins are not going to be undefeated after tonight. When you're listening to this show, give me the Bengals. I agree with you. Um, England game. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. London, Manchester, wherever the hell they're at. 9:30 a.m. on Sunday. We have the Vikings at the Saints. So not really in New Orleans. They are in Manchester or Wembley or wherever the hell they're at. Um, man, this is kind of like a throw your hands up and take a guess sort of deal. The Saints have not looked good. The Vikings honestly should have lost to the Lions. <sighs> Sorry for the people in England who have to watch Cousins against Winston. Um, give me the Saints. I think they're going to get Kamara going this week. I'm going the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins. It just looks like he belongs in England and uh, God save the queen, former queen. God save the king now. God save the king. Kirk Cousins is going to throw a throw three TDs for King Charles the third. Mark my words, three TDs for King Charles the third. All right. Uh, Browns at Falcons in Atlanta. Should be a pretty decent game. Falcons have been pretty competitive. Browns had a big win against the Steelers on Thursday night. Got a little bit of time. Um, but I'm going to go with the Browns in this one. I think they're just a little more talented than the Falcons. Agree on the more talent. They've got that double-headed uh, monster in the backfield, 
and uh, doesn't make Brissett have to throw. But when he does, man, he, he does make some good throws. Amari Cooper's looking good. I watched that game against Steelers. They've had several days off. Those extra couple days help. So I'm going to go with the Browns as well. I agree with you there. It's going to be a big, heavy dose of Nick Chubb. That's for damn sure. Give uh, you a Chubb. <laughs> whew, thank you. <laughs> Commanders at Cowboys, the two and one Cowboys after Cooper Rush does Cooper Rush things and just wins. Um, honestly, though, it's not about that. It's about the defense who sacked oh, the insane times. Micah's a monster. And by the way, Carson Wentz and uh, the Commanders got sacked six times in the first half against the Eagles last week. They just looked lost. Oh, by the way, the best defensive line in football is coming to town. And the best player in the NFL and probably the best player in the NFL, Micah Parsons um, coming to town as well. So Carson Wentz is going to be on his ass a little bit more this week. This will probably be the last week of Cooper Rush. So I say uh, Cowboys. Cooper Rush going to go out 4-0. Uh, I love the stat you sent, which would be the stat of the day from Bear. Cooper Rush is the first player since the 1970 merger to lead three fourth quarter slash overtime game winning drives in his first three career starts. He's three and oh, give me Cooper Rush four and oh, that defense is going to do it. You know, Tony Pollard, how long until Pollard's the starter? Uh, he won't be. They'll they'll keep doing what they're doing. Um, I mean, he was super explosive and he could be or should be. But um, after he looked super explosive, Zeke came in and looked even better. He thank- came in and started running angry. So. By the way, let me thank those Dallas Cowboys for running that fucking tight end, tight end pass because I was texting Bear. I cannot have two or three yards from Zeke. They didn't give him the ball. Thank God I won my game by point two. Um, by the way, in that league, so I'm three and oh, two and one, and one and two. I should be two and one in that other league that Jeremy's doing where I'm one and two now, one by point two. Should be two and one. Problem is that week um, that I was out on farm tour, I didn't know that Pittman was out. So I could have put in any one of my other three wide receivers and won the game. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. Pissed me off. Oh, well, I'm coming back. That's fantasy football for you. That sucks. It is what it is. Yep, and we got the uh, Cowboys hater dub taking the Commanders for no good reason. Um, I, I would love to actually hear what his reasoning is behind him taking the Commanders. Because uh, fuck Dallas, I already heard it. Yeah, that's that's what he does. He's he's just a consummate hater. Um, he doesn't look at stats and uh, the game from the objective point of view. He looks at it from uh, my you know my buddies are Cowboys fans, so fuck them. Um, Seahawks at Lions this week. Um, we'll go Lions here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they, they've looked good. They've been competitive all year. They're at home. You know, DeAndre's out, but Jamal looked pretty good, too. Um, not worried about him. And then Amon St. – what is it? Amon St. Ra. St. Brown, yep. Amon Ra St. Brown. He's uh, he's on one of my team's dudes a stud, man. Give me Yes, him. he is. He's very good. And, and Goff is uh, not doing too bad in Detroit. Not doing too bad. My, this next game is my favorite. Which Colts team are you going to get? Yeah, God. Titans and Colts, um, the one and two Titans at the one, one and one Indianapolis Colts. Do we get the tie against Houston? Do we get the shutout against the Jaguars? Or do we get them beating the Chiefs possibly at the time, the best team in football? Who knows? Um, God, this should be a battle of the running backs, Henry and Taylor. Um, but the Titans just 
I mean, they beat a bad Raiders team, barely, barely beat a bad Raiders team, um, lost to the Giants, um, got killed by the Bills. I just don't think this team is good, so I got to take the Colts at home here. Yeah. Is there a way to go one, 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 and one? I don't know what that other one would be, but yeah, I'm going to take the Colts too. It just exactly what you said. Titans are just not good. And Colts, we don't know which team we'll get, but they're at home. And um, it's not like they've been destroyed, except, you know, the Jags beat them. But what what are the Jags? We don't know. Like, Yeah. We, yeah, no one really knows at this point. We're still a little bit early, but yeah, I think the Colts are going to kind of make a little bit of a turnaround here. Uh, we have the Bears at the Giants in the go ahead and take a nap this week game of the week. Somehow both teams are two and one. Nobody really knows how. Um, I don't even know who the hell to pick here. Uh, Where's the game? In New York. Give me the Giants. I'm just doing home team here. Saquon runs for 500 <laughs> and 14 touchdowns. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, if I could get 90 or 100 and a touchdown, I'd be thrilled. Who'd the Bears play last week? Who'd they beat? The Bears. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you in a minute. You got to go back. So you just click on the bottom of the week three there and I could look. Oh, yeah. That would be easy, wouldn't it? Uh, they beat Houston. Okay. Um, give me the Bears, man. A lot of people have been talking shit about Justin Fields. Um, so I think he's gonna have a good game. And the Giants just got absolutely, like I said, creamed coming off of a short week. Yeah, give me the Bears. Um, we got the Jags at the Eagles. Um, the other three and O team left. I think they go four and O this week because again, we don't know what the Jags are yet. We really don't. Um, I think it's gonna be competitive. There's just so much hear that the Jags could beat the Eagles. I mean, Peterson's coming back to Philly. It's just, it's one of those things, man. So that one always makes me nervous. If I had to take a point spread, I think I'd take the Jags, but I think the Eagles are going to win this game. You know, <laughs> I'm struggling here, man. The, the fucking Jags, bro, they – they, you were right last week. You just didn't trust your gut, and you listened to me like a dumbass, or you would have picked them. What, the Jags? I did mm-hmm. say it, too. I did. I said, I have this feeling something is telling me the Jaguars are going to win this game, and you, you see my asterisks. Yeah, that's why I told you, but you didn't do it, and you put the Chargers down. You should have stuck with your gut. You're right. So I'm going to stick with my gut this week. The Jags are going to win. Go. They're going to go on the road again. They went to L.A. They won fucking 38 to 10. I think they're going to go in and beat the Eagles. I hope you're right. I'll be rooting for the Jaguars big time. I just just don't see it happening this week. I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how the hell they did it. What did they what did they do the week before Jacksonville? That's when they shut out the Colts. Jags did. Yeah. 24, nothing, 38, 10. And then week one, they did Jaguar things, didn't they? Yeah, they lost to the Commanders, 28-22. Which they were up in that game. They they should have won that game. Jaguars should be 3-0. and Because who, who is it? Uh, oh, um, the fucking – god damn it. I was just trying to think about this. Um, 
Doug Peterson is the coach, right? That's what I'm saying. He's going back to Philly. Beat him. Crush him. Yep. Give me the Jags. Um, Jets at the Steelers. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh here because I think that uh, Trubisky is going to get benched and Pickett's going to come in in the second half and win him the game. That is exactly to a T what I was going to say. So, Steelers. Dub's taking the Jets for whatever dub reason. Um, Bills at Ravens. This should be an interesting game. Um, I think the Bills' offense is just going to be too much. That Baltimore secondary is depleted, man. I I think Allen's going to throw all over him. But it should be a fun game. I think it's going to be high scoring. Lamar and Allen, it's going to be fun. Bad game management last week. I mean, just bad by the Bills. You know, they just gave away that game. Beat themselves. And uh, won't happen again. Bills. Yep. I mean, it was 100 degrees in Miami. It was hot. Everyone was exhausted. So, yeah, it's definitely something that um, it could have happened, but you need those losses sometimes in the season to get you going again. Um, We have the Chargers at the Texans. Speaking of who the hell knows what to think, um, you would think the Chargers would – easily win this, but after the Jags last week, who knows? Um, but I think Herbert's just going to get healthier. Um, this team's going to be fine, but they do have injuries just like the Chargers do every year. Bosa tore his groin. Their uh, left tackle tore his biceps. He's out for the year. So the Chargers are back on the injury train like they are every single year. Um, but Chargers for the pod for us. Cardinals at Panthers. This could be very interesting. Um, and I think it's going to come down to, you know, running, um, hurricane Ian is going to go through that area. That field's going to get wet. So I think Kyler is going to run for over hundred yards on the ground. And I think the Cardinals are going to beat him. I agree with you. Um, I just don't think the Panthers are there yet, even though it's probably still going to be there. Uh, Cardinals win. Packer, or I'm sorry, Patriots at the Packers. Mac Jones going to be out for a little bit with a messed up ankle. Um, yeah, I, I think that Green Bay going to run away with this one. Uh, their defense looking really good, and now they get to go against Brian Hoyer, so it should look even better. And the Patriots are kind of poop. Yeah. Sorry for Michigan State quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, Broncos at Raiders. 0-3 Raiders, the only 0-3 team in the NFL. Um Yeesh. I got to go with Denver here, man. I mean, their offense does not look good, but God, the Raiders just, they just suck. There's no, no better way, no better way to get that offense going than against this Raiders defense. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go the other way here. I just don't think they go 0 4. Um, Offense looks pretty good, but just for the most part, and uh, it's just trash. But um, I'm going to go the Raiders. And uh, for fun, we know, as we know, Josh McDaniel is a fraud. So it's being shown right now, just like every Belichick protege besides Brian Flores. So here's my favorite thing from the Manning cast this past week. Eli Manning, they should have paid that punter $235 million <laughs> instead of Russell. <laughs> yeah, Russell, uh, he, they asked him about that today in his press conference, and he kind of laughed, and he goes, well, I was 3-0 and against Chad Powers in my career, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> which uh, Chad Powers was Eli Manning and walking on at Penn State. No one saw that. They'll look that up on ESPN. Pretty pretty good piece right there. It's pretty funny. 
your Sunday night game, um, which may be played in Tampa or maybe Minneapolis, um, depending on what the hurricane does here and how much rain Florida gets. Um, but Chiefs at Bucks should be a fun game. Um, it's a tough one, man. The Chiefs should be three and zero. They should have beat the Colts. This Bucks defense is good. Um, only gave up fourteen points to Aaron Rodgers, but I think. Mahomes and the Chiefs squad are going to get it done. Now there is trouble in paradise between Mahomes and BME, BME, excuse me. So it'll be interesting to see exactly. Um, be very interesting to see how that relationship goes, or if it mends, or whatever. But um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. Uh, the Bucks should, have, or the Bucks will have Mike Evans back. May have Chris Godwin back, but I think the Bucks are going to, or um, the Chiefs are going to win. Excuse me. Same. I think you're coming off that loss to the Colts. I think the Chiefs pull this one out. Chiefs win. Yeah. In our Monday night game, we have the Rams at the 49ers. The 49ers who scored a measly 10 points against the Broncos and Jimmy G pulling the Dan Orlowski and stepping out of the back of the end zone. Luckily for him, he threw a pick six, so it was only two and not seven. Um, <laughs> but I just, I don't know, man. Those Niners look just rough. They that just, too cost him, though. Um, that did, yep. I mean, it, it cost him the game. Um, I just, I, I got to go with the Rams here. I just, I got to take the Rams. I can't, I can't take the Niners until I see Jimmy G back in a rhythm here. We got a small package here, AEW. Uh, it's 10 on one. How is this game still, ha- or this match still happening? Who is it? Jericho and um, who's he fighting? Dude from Ring of Honor. Jer- he's about to tap, though. Jericho's going to win. Yep, he tapped. Big shock. Jericho putting himself over. Oh. Points. You get to pick this week. Rams and Niners. Oh, it's Bendito, by the way. Um, the um, uh, Rams, Niners. Total points. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 34. All right. 24 to 10. 34 is. Pods picks. All right. Uh, just for fun, back to college football. In Iowa's last six home games against AP top five foes. 2008, beat number three Penn State 24-23. 2010, beat number five Michigan State 37-6. 2016 beat number two Michigan 14 13. 2017 number four Penn State they lost 21 to 19. 2017 number three Ohio State win 55 24. Number four Penn State win 23 20. This week number four Michigan. Interesting. Interesting stat right there. I think we both took Iowa. We did. Yeah, we all took Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I still so, think Michigan's so, going to beat them, but yeah, it's going to be not going to be easy. So, uh, will be fun. I'm interested to see how things play out. We got our Cooper Rush stat, which I enjoyed. Um, another fun stat. Turning over to wrestling real quick, just for a bit, and Jericho just punched the announcer. Is this his heel turn back? But he is already a heel. Yeah, he is. Friday, him and Sammy are fighting uh, 
Find a couple. Oh, boy. Jericho. Yeah, which I don't understand, by the way, since we're talking about wrestling now. Why the fuck is he the Ring of Honor champ? Why did he beat Claudio? It's the dumbest shit ever. They bring Claudio in to do all this stuff and to be the guy, and then they give him the Ring of Honor title for like a month, and then they let Jericho have it. It makes no sense to me. Makes it. Now you got the uh, the old white rabbit thing going on in WWE. I like that. Again, Dick Spray? I do. I think I, I kind of like the the Bray, uh, the Carrying Cross, the Braun Strowman, Scarlet, and um, who's the creepy guy? Um, Dexter Loomis. Yeah, Dexter. I like that. I like that. And them just wreaking havoc on the WWE and all that. I, I think it'll. I think they're gonna play it into one of those them versus uh you know a wwe faction or stable which could totally be a survivor series thing just so funny it's five people problem is scarlet so but now you know they're kind of playing alexa bliss in there too which she was like they're playing some of this music the the music for the white rabbit during alexa and you know they're making comments bailey made comments to alexa and about shit so it's like god it could be bray and alexa again i'd be fine with carrying cross scarlet bordeaux you know because scarlet doesn't really fight right yeah i guess she has more of a manager isn't she and then you'd have alexa kind of be you know the wrestler of that and uh for the women and then dude but what a fucking stable that could be either way you know braun Strowman, get him back in there get carrying cross get dexter loomis and and uh and, and of course Bray Wyatt. I mean that would be a fun team. Go up against Judgment Day, bury them. Yep. And uh because it's it's perfectly set up for that. And that's where it could come in because you got what? You got Finn Balor, you got uh Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest, and oh, Rhea. Yep. And uh even if you don't do it with like well, who did who did Dexter kidnap? The Miz. So how do you play that one off? You know, there's yeah. so many things there. I mean, you can always move that story here and I mean you can get rid of it, or again, yeah, maybe you maybe it's not the judgment day. Maybe eventually it's the judgment day, but you have a survivor series of Miz and uh, you know, whoever, you know, Miz Edge, whatever, you know, shit like that. Guys who would go up against them. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Bray ends up coming in or not, or or what happens. So dude, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be interesting either way. Um we don't really have a what the next UFC is not till the twenty second. Um, yeah, pay per view, right? Because that's what isn't that Makachev and Oliveira? Yeah, that is. And then Aljamain Sterling and DJ Dillashaw, Peter Yan and Sean O'Malley. That's gonna be a good card. Yeah, that'll be a really good card. Where's that at? That's not the Garden, is it? Uh, I think that one is at the Garden, actually. UFC. Yeah. I thought that was Izzy. I think Izzy's at the garden. Oh, Izzy? <laughs> Did not mean that was unintentional. Absolutely unintentional. Uh, it's in Abu Dhabi. Okay. Yeah. That will Yeah. So Izzy's at the garden. So is that going to be uh that'll be a, will that be an early start time then again? I don't think so because I think they're like trying to think. Here, let's ask Google. Hey, Google, what is the current time in Abu Dhabi? Six oh seven a.m. Yeah, so ten p.m. for us. So are they going to fight at six a.m. over there? 
So it might be an early card then. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to be the main card would have to start right now, which means they'd have to start the fight there at like 2 a.m. So that's not going to happen. They may flip it then. So then you make it, they start their fights at 3 p.m. or something, which is 11 a.m. here, which gets you the main card about 2 or 3 p.m. Could be about right. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's uh, UFC 280. I just got to see. I don't know if they have a start time yet on that, but they should, I would think. So Peter Jan's a four to one betting favorite over uh, Sean O'Malley. I would, I would put some heat on O'Malley. Right. I mean, it seems, uh, yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern. So it is a 2 p.m. That'll be the main card. So the, yeah, the card will start at like 10 a.m. So the main, oh god, I'm, I'm assuming at least. What a good that'll be a good prelims at 7 a.m. Main card at 11. Oh, so the, so the actually 2 p.m. will be their fight. That is so odd. Yeah, if you look at it, um, Jesus. Early prelims, 9 a.m., prelims at 10, main card at 2. There, Okay, yeah, main card. So you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, 10 a.m. Who's uh, who's Ohio State play that week? Um, I think they're off, actually, the 22nd. I think. No, they play Iowa. Of course, I'm a fucking TBA. Yeah, they're off the week after Michigan State. That's what it is. So you get a week off, then they get Iowa, Penn State. Man, Ohio State doesn't have an easy go of it either, man. They got Maryland, then Michigan. Ooh. They got a go. I mean, if, if State was solid, they'd have State, Iowa, and Penn State in a row. A rough little goal there. I mean, I don't want to say it is in East Lansing, but it is. And, you know, Michigan State, who knows who's going to show up. Has anybody been able to run on Ohio State? Not really. Yeah, so they're done. They're dead in the yeah. water. Their defense has been pretty solid. The only person that's ran on Ohio State is Daquan Finn. That's about it. <laughs> Those quarterback. That's good. Um, so, as we wrap this one up, let's make a quick comment. Um, quite a big deal here. Um Cena has granted now 650 Make-A-Wish wishes, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a Guinness record, Guinness World Record. Nobody, this is what it blew me away, Guinness World Record site called the effort Herculean because no one else has granted more than 200. Jeez, 450 more, at least. At least. So, John Chena, you are the man for doing what you do. Just a it's good probably, human being. It's probably because no one can see him, so he can say he's there. <laughs> you can't see me. Exactly. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll get to UFC here in a couple weeks. That'll be a great card. I'm going to somehow try to watch it in the middle of the day when Ohio State's playing Iowa. We'll see. But uh, in the meantime, we got to thank some people. Thank you to Wes Anderson, All Work Clothing, Crandall Squad Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
Go Buckeyes.